What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 63 of Ask Pat. I'm so stoked to be here helping you by answering your online business questions five days a week. And today we have a question from Moore, M-O-R-R. But before we get to Moore's question, I want to mention that today's episode is brought to you by AWeber. AWeber.com slash AskPat. It's my top recommended email service provider. I've used it for years. More uses it. Actually, you'll hear that in this question. And, uh, you know, I love it because I can send broadcast emails to all of my lists. I can collect emails on any page on my site, even on Facebook or through webinars or wherever. And I can also set up an autoresponder. That's probably, I feel, is the most powerful thing and most underutilized thing when it comes to building an email list is using your autoresponder, being able to pre-write emails that get sent out sequentially after people are subscribed, you know, every week, every couple weeks, however often you want them to get it. It allows you to stay connected with your audience. And I love doing that because you put up the work up front, you could read the benefits later, which I love it. So aweber.com slash ask Pat to check out aweber $1 30-day free trial. Now let's get to today's question from Moore, which is actually a really interesting question. It's actually one that I've actually never heard of before because his list is growing too big. So let's hear what Moore has to say. Hey, Pat. My name is Moore. I run an animation tutorial website called Bloop Animation. And my question is about email newsletter. Uh, I use Aweber to collect emails from, from viewers. And I've seemed to collect it a little too many. And it's starting to become too expensive for me to keep it. I pay like $20 plus 10 I think it's for the range between 1,000 and 2,500 subscribers. And I'm not really getting much in return. I am making a little money out of ads and YouTube views, but it seems like $30 a month is a little much. And I'm, my question is, do you think it's worth losing a few subscribers or consolidating your list uh, to a little less people than you currently have? And if so, how would you do that? Thanks. More. thank you so much for your question. And first and foremost, I just want to say, you know, it's always good to consolidate your list. And I'll, I'll go over some strategies on how to do that and, and when and why you should do that. However, I think it's crazy that you want to do it because you're growing your list too fast. I mean, we all want to grow our list as fast as possible. If you're getting targeted leads coming into your email list, why would you want to cut them out? They, you, you shouldn't do it just for the reason you're, you're paying too much. If you are paying too much for your list, then you're not making enough money from it. And so my recommendation to you more is to actually think about, are you actually utilizing your list? And don't feel bad. A lot of people are doing this. They're building a list because everybody says you should build a list and they are sending emails out every once in a while, but they aren't utilizing that list to help make the money. And I feel like if it's something you're going to be paying for, it's, it should be something that should be paying you back as well in one way or another. And I feel like if your primary generation or your primary method of generating money is through your advertisements on your site, then there's no way that your email list is actually going to help you increase that income. Um, so I think you should think about providing other services or products or affiliate recommendations through your email list or indirectly through your email list. So what I mean by that is that's the strategy I use. I'd use my email list for two things. One, to provide more value to my audience and content they can't find on the blog, you know, to build that relationship even further. And secondly, to bring people back to my website. And often when I bring people back to my website, 
there are then opportunities to purchase an affiliate product or to buy a product or pay for something you know, down the road. And so that's an indirect way to use your email list, which I like because I don't like to sell directly on the email list. Send an email to somebody, hey, purchase this now. You know, I would do that only if I came out with a product and I knew that absolutely it was something that I needed people to see. And that's not bad as long as those expectations are there and you are doing a good job of not, um, you know, anyway, we can go more into how to email your list later. But I feel like if it's too expensive for you, you're, you're, you're not getting the return you should be getting. And so I would think about the strategy you're using with your email list. You know, Where are people coming in and what do they expect and how could you better provide for them? So that's the first thing. So I would not consolidate my list just because you're, 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 it's too expensive for you or it's growing too fast, especially because it's growing too fast. If it's growing too fast, it's good. You should be making more money as a result of your list growing bigger. Uh, Amy Porterfield said, and this was a quotable a couple episodes ago, I think it was actually the last episode, she says, the energy of your business is directly tied to the strength of your email list. And then she goes on to say how Facebook is a great way to build your email list. Well, no matter how you're building it, if, the, if, if that's true, you definitely don't want to cut it just for the purposes of it growing too big and growing too fast. So anyway, that's the first thing. The second thing, now there are things you should do to consolidate your list because yes, you can be paying more than you need to. And the first, you know, no matter what program you use, um, you know, I know for Aweber specifically, when you send out emails, sometimes people unsubscribe to your email list and that's okay. Those aren't bad. A lot of people go crazy with their numbers for unsubscribes. Oh my gosh, 58 people unsubscribed to my list today. Ah, and they pull their hair out, but that's good because you don't want those people on your list. If, if, if they don't want to be on your list, you don't want them on your list. You want highly targeted, warm leads on your list, real people who are willing to listen to you and take that content and perhaps take action with you in the future. So the thing is, when people unsubscribe, they aren't deleted from the system and you're still paying for those people to be on your list. Even though they aren't on your list and getting emails anymore, you're still paying for them. So what you can do, uh, more specifically in Aweber, I'm not sure how or where to go on MailChimp or Constant Contact or GetResponse, but if you're in Aweber specifically, you sign in and then you go to subscribers and you click manage subscribers. And there you'll see a whole bunch of filters. What you want to do is change the drop-down menu on the left from select field to stop status. And you want to make the stop status is unsubscribed. And that'll show you all the people who are unsubscribed who are you who you still are paying for and uh, i remember at one time i had 4000 people who unsubscribed who i was still paying for so that was 4 times 10 so 40 bucks a month for no any no reason at all so the you know what you could do from there is you can uh, click a box to select them all and delete them. You might have to do it a few times if you have over like 100, but that's how I would do it. And you're paying for those people, so you might as well get get rid of them um, because they've chosen to not get your emails and they're not going to get your emails anyway. Um, I'm not sure why that they keep them there. I mean, it might be useful to have that list, for example, if you wanted to export that list and tag them in the future for whatever reason, um, maybe ads or something like that. But anyway, that's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do, I would do is you can filter and consolidate your list and delete the people who sort of been inactive. So you can check to see how long people have been subscribed or perhaps the last email that they opened. If they haven't opened an email in forever, then again, for the same reason, they, they maybe didn't unsubscribe manually but in their head, they're unsubscribed. They get those emails and they aren't even looking at them. So those are that's another group of people you might want to consider consolidating. 
And then another thing you could do to really make sure that your list is active and full of people where you can you know you're going to get a high open rate um, in the future, what you can do is you can filter by creating a new list. And then in your old list, you say, hey, guys, I'm creating this new list. Or you, you have some reason to click over and join this new list. And you can, you can set rules in AWeber and other email systems when people click a certain link or uh, when, when, they unsubscri- when they subscribe to one list, it un- automatically unsubscribes to another one. And then what happens is you end up with an email list that you know is full of people who are really interested in being there. This is especially useful if you've had your list for a long time and you haven't emailed your list in a while. So that's what I would do, and yeah, so I hope that's helpful more, and I really want you to, to really consider how you're using your list and how you're utilizing it, um, because like I said, if it's too expensive and you feel like it's growing too fast, then you might not be you know, getting any results from having an email list, so you want to get results, so you can want your email list to grow, because when your email list grows, you should be making more money. That's what should happen. So more, thank you so much for your question. Again, if any of you guys have a question, head on over to askpat.com and uh, you can ask it right there from, from your computer or mobile device. I want to give a shout out and once again remind you that today's episode was brought to you by AWeber. We talked about AWeber a lot today. They're great and they have a lot of things. You know, It's really good for the beginners. It's really easy to set up, but then there's a lot of advanced things you could do once you get set up and want to take things a, a bit further as far as list segmentation and things like that. And again, I would highly recommend AWeber aweber.com slash askpat for one dollar you get a 30-day free trial you could check it out you can start building your list and see what it's like so aweber.com slash askpat and of course i'm going to end with a quote of the day and this comes from derek halpern from social triggers it's one of my all-time favorite quotes from him and it makes complete sense because we do the opposite of this but this is what you should do derek said you should spend 20 percent of your time creating content and 80 percent of your time promoting it now let me ask you are you spending more time creating content or are you spending more time promoting it you should probably flip that around if you find that you're spending more time creating it because as you're, you're spending all this time and it's awesome content you spent time on it but then you don't give it the best chance to get seen by most people i love that quote anyway think about that have an awesome day and i'll see you in the next episode of ask pat love you guys peace oh leave a leave a review and ratings in itunes if you haven't already thanks so much Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.